Win. Nothing beats terminal parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Just growing on you or not, Tim, this new music we've got going. Welcome to Valentine's Day. It's Wednesday, February the 14th, and we're just thankful we're on air because it's been a horrendous 24 hours for many, many people, and a lot of them are still without power. We're here for Melbourne Airport Parking. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au, and this is The Ramble. Brought to our great friends at Cobham Estate Olive Oil, the finest olive oil in the world. We've got a big show today. Massive show. Massive show. Just uh, good morning to you. in your ears? Good morning. No, not great. I not sound great. a bit uh, dull as well. Maybe yeah. it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not projecting well enough. No, I am. I'm really projecting. No, it's a little bit funny. Yeah. It's not tinny, but it's a little bit strange. We've got uh, Chris Scott joining us, the Geelong coach today. We've got Mitch Cleary from Channel 7, um, who's up and about as always, and Australian discus champion Matt Denny. Mm. That's a nice little lineup for you, Whispers. That's a nice lineup. And uh, I just look at his record yesterday. He's the Australian record holder. 68.43 metres he's thrown the discus. And then you, what was your best at you high school? You told me as you were walking out yesterday that you were the state winner of Discus champion. No, shot put. Oh, shot put. Shot put, yeah. How'd you go, how'd you go with the shot? What technique did you use? The spin? Under the chin, under the chin. No, the, just a straight out. Just a straight out. A, um, what do you call it? It wasn't a fastball. It was a, uh, a disguised slow ball. Well, you would have been a powerful youngster. I was. Powerful. I was. Yes, you've got it right. You've got that <laughs> bit right. Hey, I hope the koala's still there. The big one at uh, Dadswell's Bridge. The fire went through there yesterday, so I don't know how damaging it was to the little settlement of Dadswell's Bridge. What happened? You know the giant koala on the side of the road at Dadswell's Bridge between Stall and Horsham? <laughs> no. How would I know that? I thought you might have driven up that way. If you've ever driven to uh, Sid- uh, Sydney, Adelaide, you would have passed it on the main highway. No, well, I haven't driven to Adelaide. Not, not... Well, you, what about when you were up there with uh, Crawf on the highway? Where did you get to that day? Oh, I ran. Yeah, but where were you? Uh, from just Ararat, I think. Oh, Ararat. Okay, yeah. Ararat's a bit further back towards Melbourne. Yeah. Hey, uh, Valentine's. If you know any, anyone out there that uh, lives in that part of the world, if you know how serious the fire was, nasty, we'd love to hear from this morning. Singed koala is. No, well, I, I tell you. would be very nasty. Do you know how the signs are all over the road down where you and I live now? Um, what well, signs? The koala signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, be yeah. careful, slow down, all yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was all BS because I hadn't seen one. Yeah. And then I'm walking down the road the other day, mm. and I thought there was a cow stuck up in a tree. A cow? That's the noise they make. Have you heard a cow? Yes, have I, you... of course I have. <coughs> no. <coughs> no, that's oh, not it. Okay, let's put it out there. 0433 <laughs> Who's got a better koala you noise? You go first. <coughs> <coughs> That's much closer to Maybe you did have a cow up your tree. (laughs) No, it was a big fat koala. Koalas don't move. I tell you, he was on the the thinnest branch he could possibly find. He'd eaten his way down from the top of the tree, I think. There was nothing left on it. Poor old thing. 04339811116. Can you give us your best koala noise? Because I've never heard a koala moo up a tree like that. No, because Cambo, who I had run into over summer, who yeah. had a house down the road, he said, oh, look, um, have you seen a koala yet? And I said, no. And he said, look, you if you hear one in the tree, I said, what do you mean hear it? He said, oh, no, they make this terrible noise. That's right. Not a moo. It's um, more like that. It is oh, more like well, that. 
This someone, is one I heard anyway. Someone will come on and give us a good koala noise. <laughs> give us a call, 1-300-736-736. That could be enough to give you the call of the week. <laughs> We're going for the 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. Oh, we got a nice little serving of the Cobham Estate out there too. I tell you Beautiful. what I did. You and I were talking about uh, cooking uh, before we came on this morning, and you did a steak. I think you said you did a Scotch fillet last night. Is that right? Yes. I did a Scotch fillet on Sunday, yeah. and I like to dab a lot of the uh, Cobram Estate olive oil on top of it before I do that. And I just sort of... Salt a little bit pepper, of salt, pepper. Or just salt. And I just My let... man says don't put the pepper on beforehand. Oh, okay. Well, I took... No, I didn't put pepper. I just put salt, but I made a fatal, fatal error. What? Well, because I, I needed to bring them out of the fridge and get them back to room temperature, yeah. I had to duck inside, oh, right? No. Brando. Brando. <laughs> I came back out. He wolfed off your scotch well, fillet. He, he had one in his mouth. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was Susie's. <laughs> Did Susie know? <laughs> I washed it. Uh, whispers, look at this. I have dominated the koala chat here. Definitely, <laughs> Gary. Definitely, Gaz. Which sounds like a crook cow. Gary's koala easily wins. Cheers. That's blocking Ringwood. Gary wins. Cosmin. See, I don't know what you're listening to in the back of your Well, maybe they're different in our part of the world. Well, Adam's here. He's in Montana South. I reckon there'd be a few koalas out there. G'day, Ads. How are you, boys? Got a koala noise for us. Uh, hopefully, it's nothing like risk. Oh no! I just wanted to say that yours was more like one because a few years ago, one I hit one in the car and um, pulled over to make sure it was all right, and it was all right, and it made more of a noise like a vicious possum. Yeah, no. Well, I think you're. Yeah, go, thanks for calling. Thanks for sorting that out. Thank oh, you. Uh, Jimmy's got one in Richmond too. Good morning, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, morning, boys. Quick story. I was over in Thailand on holiday, being a single bloke. Yeah. Met a couple of birds from yep. no. koalas, Ke- and I said, yep, yep, they're in the backyard. Yep. And the noise I kept giving these Russian girls was... Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, not bad. That's closer to mine than uh, Tim's, who reckons he, his <laughs> koalas go... That's... <laughs> No, well, you, no, now you're changing, mate. He may have had a sore throat. Now you're changing because <laughs> you've just been given a whooping first thing up this morning. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Right, what else have I got here on the uh, the old sheet? Do you know the... Um, are you so, Sorry, by the way, before you get to that, mm. are you celebrating uh, Valentine's Day today, King of Romance? <laughs> Might have something. No, I'm actually... You've got nowhere to go after what you did with I'm your separated. proposal. I'm separated. I'm separated by... The fact that Nikki's at the farm at the moment. Right. So Has she got power on down there or not? Off the grid. Oh, yeah, you are too. Beauty. The beauty. If, you, if you've lost power, mm. well, how could you? You'd have to be listening by the battery sort of set up in your radio. Well, you might have a phone. Well, you mightn't have a phone that's charged. That's true. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, terrible, because Mitch, um, our filling producer here, drives in from out Brony away. He said half the, half the eastern suburbs is in darkness. Yeah, there's a lot of suburbs still out there that haven't had their power reconnected. I That's think it was terrible. something like half terrible. a million half a million homes and businesses lost power yesterday. Uh, I don't know what this what, what can you do about that? Wisp? Well, the the towers got knocked over. That's yeah, why. I know. I see that. The I, weather was unbelievable when that storm. Oh, went I watched that storm oh, come crikey, right across did the you? bay from a, my new vantage point. Well, you must have a penthouse it or something. Came didn't you? right across the bay. It was oh, it was powerful. The weather. It was, a, it was powerful. Hey, I've got a Wednesday recommendation for, this for the year. What is it? 
I went to the movies. Oh. Went to see a film. And, and what it was, was it? I really enjoyed it. It's called The Boys in the Boat. Oh, that's the George Clooney one? Yeah. And? Good. good. And? I really enjoyed it. I gave it a four puffs. Four right. puffs of the pipe. Right. Do you know the story, don't Just you? give us, yeah, I, I do, but just a brief, not a, so, a brief, brief synopsis. Yeah, uh, middle of the 1930s, they, um, an American college rowing team that eventually goes to the Olympics mm. and um, enjoys a great level of success after a real underdog story, you know, tough times just right. before the war. They get together. I didn't realise that the, the collegiate boats, I don't know if it's still the case, but then they get to to a final and mm. then they have a, a, a row off and the winner mm. goes represents America. That's right in my wheelhouse, the whole rowing thing, because obviously I grew up on uh, the Wimmera River and that very big rowing town, Dimbula, very big. Well, have you heard of the Dimbula Regatta? No. I'll throw that out. Wait and see all the text messages that come through about people that have been up there for the Dimbula the Regatta. River. On the river, the Dimbula well, Regatta on no the river. There's water in the river. Yes, there is. Is there? Yeah, there was. It went dry for a little while. And you rode on it. Yeah, we all did. We, that was part of our That was part of our school curriculum. Start of your pre-season. You know when you did sports at school? Yeah. One of the sports we did, which was part of the what? curriculum, was rowing. Really? Yeah, you have to hop in a... In a, a single skull? No, 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 a four. How'd you go? Um, You'd have sunk the joint. <laughs> no, no, it was good. We called it crabs. Do you know what a... Catching a crab is when you're rowing. That's well, when you get koala your. and crabs. <laughs> what does a catching a crab mean? When you get what? when you get your oar stuck in the water. Oh. that's catching a crab. Right. Well, they were doing a bit of that in the boys in the boat. Oh crikey, did we have some crabs in our boat? <laughs> it's a good movie. That was for Charlie Battisti and Co. Because he, he loves our uh, recommendations. Right. They look after. Uh, so you're giving it a four puff. Prestige German vehicles. Get your repair process done. Yeah. Where'd I, you go? I, what sort of experience did you have? I went to Como. Right. Oh, is that a different experience? Who I normally was there? go to Vic Gardens where you got, you know, all the young kids are there in the food court and they're mm. having a chop top and a, some popcorn. The Como, they sit in their big lush couches and quaff Pinot before they wander <laughs> in. The average age is about 73. You said it should be re- renamed <laughs> Comover, not Como. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, Geelong Membership Day. That's why we've got uh, Chris Scott on today. Oh, he also he wants to oh, actually. Does he want to talk to us? We thought we'd grab him while Jared's in the air. That's the only way we could get a hold of him. Um, uh, SEN Membership Day. Enjoy two for one on Geelong Cats three-game membership. Code mm. SEN Cats. I'm hearing that all the coaches want to come on and have a chat to us after listening to Chrissy Fagan yesterday. They all reckon that? they can do better than that. Well. Here's your chance, everybody. I've got a big issue to deal with after. I'm going to take a break mm. and then I'm going to. It may be the most awkward question that I put to you for the year. And I'm, I don't mind putting you on the spot because this is. Serve it up. I'm ready to go. Oh, and the other I'm one, ready for anything today. Did you see um, Tiger Woods' new clothing brand? Because he's ended his 27 year partnership with Nike. Yeah, I knew that. He's got a new clothing brand. What's he called it? It is called Sunday Red. Sunday Red. In conjunction with the mighty, mighty fine people at TaylorMade. Right. Um, they put together this uh, new brand called Sunday Red because he wears the red shirt on Sundays. That's, right. the, That's what he was known for. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you four minutes of ad time. I won't need it. I won't need it. <laughs> what's, your, what's your brand of clothing? PJ. What's PJ? Pack Jumper. <laughs> 
0433981116. What's yours? Oh, I have a think. 0433981116. No, you don't need to. I've got it written down here. What is it? Tith. What's Tith? Ten in... <laughs> ten in the half? Ten in two and a half. Ten in two and a half. <laughs> Send through your ideas for the Wisby Wooden. I've got... Just stay listening, though, because it's going to get yeah, very stay tense. Listening. Don't get go away. Very tense in here on the other side of the break. When, when we come back. When we come back, it's right. a question to Tim. It's about his old football club, and it's about a very emotive issue that I will not dodge the tough questions. That's my commitment this year. I've looked <laughs> after you for most of our time together. <laughs> Hang on. You're I've commi- looked after you most of it. I haven't asked okay. you the real tough one. Okay. So let, just let me get this clear, though, before we go to the break. Yeah. Your going to not avoid asking me the tough questions this year. No, that's your commitment. That's right. Okay. I, 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 as my boyhood idol, right. I've not wanted to embarrass you or put you on the spot, but this year, all bets are off. And the first big heavy hitters coming up after the break. Fair enough. <laughs> Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. And the Ramble for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. You go into any supermarket around Australia and you go to the olive oil store and there, bang. Don't worry about looking at any others. Just grab your Cobram Estate and off you go. It makes it easy. It's the best. Now. The best. I just came across my desk. I was looking through the numbers. I was doing my homework. So I want to know I've got a core game coming up soon. So I'm trying to, you know, put numbers on you. Familiarise Essendon's new numbers. Mm. He's a fine player, this young man, mm. Ben Mackay. Yep. And I think he'll be even better at Essendon. Me too. But he's not a number 32 wisp. And that is the number that you made famous as one of the most powerful, dynamic, pack-jumping, raging midfielders. That's where the 32 needs to be, not stuck at fullback. Now, did you or did you not get consulted on the 32 and are you happy with where it's gone? I wasn't consulted. <laughs> oh, I think I've hit one. I think I've struck a nerve here. I wasn't consulted. Yes. It will be odd to see it stationary because stationary. it hasn't been a stationary number. Stationary. Stuck in the back last it line It hasn't of been a defensive type number. No, you've never, it's in never defended in its life. I've known that number, so it's going to be very odd for me to be watching it stand there, stationary at full back. But he has my blessing. He has my blessing. He's got your blessing. Oh, my word. You has don't he? own a number. You don't own a number. You're oh. lucky enough to get the opportunity to wear a number, but Ooh. you don't own it. Who had the you... 32 before? Uh, fresh. Fresh who? Fresh air. Josh air. <laughs> what, what happened to Fresh? <laughs> um, he didn't. He didn't make it. But that that, that happens. You know, mm, yeah, from time to time. Yeah, young blokes have uh, a crack and uh, they I, do their best. See, He's a fine young man. I really like. I him. see you nice squirming, kid. which is I know. No, I'm, I'm not squirming. Did you not think that after you sit down interview with Jake Stringer, he may have just turned around and said, "Listen, I'll take the thirty-two. Um, uh, look, it was too late at that stage because I only sat down with him last week oh. and the jumper had already been, um, assigned. When Christian Salem took the three, which after Clint Bizzle, mm. I just quick call, say, good luck, young fella. Yep. Big fan of yours. Have you rung Harry, uh, Ben? Not no, yet. No, ben? I've got a list of things to do. It's, <laughs> Why it's, haven't it's, you rung him? It's near the top of that list. 
I've been busy. We've got a lot of stuff happening what? at the moment. We've got the new pup coming tomorrow, and I go. We've got to sort of get prepared for it. Do you know that there's like puppy nappies out there now? What do you mean? They're called moisture mats. No, that's not a nappy. That's where the, you put them on the ground, don't you? Where the dog go go oh, and wee. I thought you had to wrap them around. Don't go strapping. Don't go strapping pearl in a, in a puppy mat. I thought you had to strap them on. <laughs> well, this is going to save a, a lot of wet patches on the carpet and on the floor. Um, no, like it's um, those no, those numbers, as I've said many times. I know, I know. It is strange though to see the thirty-two in the, in the full back, but you're right. I'm a hundred percent with you. I'm not into retiring numbers. No, or any no, of that no. Bullshit, and I just think that they're just numbers. Do you know who wore the number thirty-two before me? I'll Justin give you Mumfield. No, he wore it after me. Oh, but before you? Yeah, before me. Alan right? Davis. No, Barry Davis wore it. Barry Davis. He did. He did. But another guy wore it between Barry Davis and me. Wayne Primer. Howard Stair. And you look at it. The long like, cold. <laughs> exactly. How, Howard Stair. I think Howard only played maybe one game for Essendon. The Stair Bear. The and he was from there. Horsham. That's right. Well, then, the, so there you go. There you like go. It, it goes from player to player and some yeah. you know, become more known because they wear that number, but nobody owns the number. No one owns it. You're dead right. Big fan of the show, not a big fan of the new song. There's some feedback for you and Brooksy. Well, no, for Brooksy. What about Brooksy? We haven't seen Brooksy for six months. No, he's he's been Vegas. away. He's been in Vegas. He makes one call. He's allowed to make one call from his phone mm-hmm. because uh, Hutchie pays for the bill. He said, okay, you can make one call. He rings. Yes, And right. what does he want to know? How'd the new song go? Yeah, what was the reaction <laughs> to the new song? Not, not how was Tim and Gary's first day yeah, back yeah. and what, you know. What, no, nothing about that. No. What was the reaction? No, I've got the all song? these great ideas and I've come back with all these interviews and all these phone numbers for people to ring later in the year. No. Nah, um, yeah. What was the reaction to the new music? Mm, not that good. Not that good at all. Hey, did Patrick Mahomes, I, I keep a close eye yeah. on your news, but I had the scotchies on the on the grill, so I, had to, I was in and out. Did Patrick Mahomes go to Disneyland yesterday after winning the Super yeah, Bowl? he does. It's well, a, it's the, a, so the rest of the team went back to wherever, Kansas, yeah. and he went on his own to Disneyland. Yeah, but he'll be back in Kansas for the ticker tape parade. He'll be there, <laughs> but he's got a deal with Disneyland, I think. I think it's the MVP. I think it might be an MVP deal that what? they have. So whoever, who, whoever wins the MVP, yeah. they, obviously there's some money involved, oh. and they go to Disneyland. If you've just won, not that I ever did, mm. if you just won the premiership with your, with your mates, the last thing you want to do is leave them. Well, it depends on how much cabbage you get. Oh, you, so when you won the premiership in 85, yeah. they'd have said, listen, there's the big, we're going down the Essendon pub to have the night of our lives to celebrate, but here, here's... 300 bucks to go to Gumbaya Park. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs> you would have gone there. I would have gone to Gumbaya Park. Well, uh, a lot of people think that's that... That's where the uh, city meets the country, Gary. Nate Caddy should have taken the 32. Would you have been happier with that? Reckon, He's got a bit about him. They reckon he goes okay, this kid. They reckon he goes okay. Uh, Josh Eyre ripped a hammy training with Collingwood last week. Thank you, Damo. Oh. I didn't know. That's where he is now. I think he might have ended up... I think Is that from I, the Warrior? I think he went to... I think he went to St Kilda, maybe on the like on, not on their, their, their yeah, primary a, list, but a, a bit of training there too. He's spots. a really nice kid, a really nice. Hey, um, Tony Romo, that, that blew up about his call. I was, the, I want to talk to you about this. It blew right up. Yeah, I know, but you are the expert on this because you've been interviewed by the Ringer. Uh, he, uh, I didn't get interviewed by the Ringer. 
a huge media organisation over there at the States. Yeah. You weren't, you were quoted though. Yeah, no, I was. In Brian Curtis's article. That's right. So how did that come about? Jared. So Jared, Jared a, interviewed Jared you. Jared was an intermediary. And he passed on your quotes. I think was so. Was that the best quote you gave? Because no, no, I had a lot of <laughs> really good stuff. Well, he left a lot of good stuff. <laughs> Wasn't your best. Well, I will, it was one of about. I gave a really tight five minutes. No, they're pulling this bike apart. Yeah, over so there, aren't they? Tony Romo, who burst onto the scene and you know did some predictive uh, commentating and got a few right, so they said, this bike's a genius. Now they're ripping into shreds. Shreds. So Jim. Yeah, but he talked all over Jim Nance's call. No, he, he shouldn't have done no, that. No, he didn't. Jim Nance nailed it with his call. Yeah. Jackpot. Yeah. Whatever. And then what they're saying is, didn't just let it breathe. Yeah, he should have let it breathe. And yeah. he didn't. He came straight in with a. With a very good analysis, but just when you're on your own, mm. you can do you, you can let it breathe. When mm. you're with two others, sometimes you go, I'm going to get in before you. <laughs> I know a lot of commentators <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when we come uh, back right. after 6.30, Gary's going to name the commentators <laughs> who cannot let it breathe.